Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 582, recorded live on Sunday, January 20th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who was sick earlier today, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who was sick yesterday, Andy Lowe. Hi. Hi, Andy. But somehow we didn't get each other sick because... Well, we live very far apart from each yes. other. So it's not our fault. That, you know. Also, your sickness sounded a lot more like food poisoning. I don't think it was food poisoning. It was just... I don't I don't know what it was. Yep. Sounded like whatever was in your body, your body wanted it out of your body very quickly. Yes, but there wasn't really anything there. So then I was like, okay, my body is not happy. Why? <laughs> but I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Get to that point, though, where you're, you know, your body is basically just like, I need fluids. Yep. But you try and just even just drink water and your stomach's like, oh, hell no. Yep. You're like, but, but you, you need this. You, you need this or you'll die. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear it, man. Sorry, that does not sound fun. Yeah. So it's like you're kind of just, you know, sipping a little bit of something at a time, just going like, all right, come on. <laughs> just if we can slowly just build this back up again, build the reserves back up, then maybe, you yep. know, we can start trying solid foods, things of that nature. <laughs> Good luck. Mm-hmm. With that. And here I thought you were going to make some sort of comment about the rings. The rings? Like the Olympics? The, no, the the, the uh, Brune refinery rings. Your wedding ring. Okay. That I'm I'm literally allergic to it. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that's what you were going to do as an intro, but nope, guess not. I have to go and bring it up in a really weird roundabout way. That was your fault, not mine. That I brought it up in a weird roundabout way? Yes. I guess? I mean, I'm bringing it up. So, what are you allergic to now that's not gluten? It's not gluten. Uh, I'm, I don't know, I have to go look up the thing again. Strontium aluminate. Oh my Which goodness. is the, the glow material in the glow rings. On the website where they're like, yeah, there's no, you can't be allergic to carbon. Don't worry about it. No issues with allergies. I'm like, well, you can't be allergic to carbon, but you can evidently be allergic to strontium aluminate. Hmm. I wonder if I could buy, like, what is their source? Can I find strontium aluminate? Yeah, it's the dark pigment powder, 60 grams, 10 colors available. So they must just put it into some sort of resin. Yep. And then, oh, wow, you can just buy it straight on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's not actually that expensive either. Nope. That's pretty cool. Huh. Orange to gold glow-in-the-dark powder. 30 grams, 10 bucks. I've oh, got 60 neat. grams for 15. <laughs> well, la-dee-da. <laughs> yeah, Dave, so what I need you to do is just purchase this and just start rubbing it all over <laughs> And, and just, like, let it sit on my hand for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd rather not. Oh. Each bag comes with a free UV LED keychain for charging. Yep. Well, that works a lot better than using my cell phone. Or you could go get the little UV light thing that I made. Well, yes, but you made it. Yeah. I could just give it to you, though, because evidently I can't wear the glow-in-the-dark rings. I'm sorry. That's Okay. It was fun while it lasted. Well, except when my fingers started peeling. <laughs> it was it, it was fun before it wasn't fun. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, so the thing is like it's actually okay as long as I um don't leave it on like overnight. Like if I if I have it on and then I take it off, it seemed to be fine. If I if I didn't leave it on for long periods of time, but if I left it on, and I got the, like, the newer ones where it's the super looms where there's the glow material all around the inside. So not only were you allergic to it, but you got, like, the super one that's... Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of had some some reactions to that. Okay. I'm not pleased. No. So what's what's your plan now? Well, uh, I mean, I've got the just the regular carbon fiber ring. 
I'd like something a little more. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I'm just not sure. Maybe I will... What the heck was that? Uh, maybe I will get um, one that isn't a super loom, but still has the thing in it, but doesn't go all the way through it. That would be nice. So, like, there's just a little bit of the glow. I could see that then, yeah. Like, I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. In the meantime, like, I legit, I just have the carbon fiber one. That's fine. Well, you live and you learn. Do you? No. Okay. No, people don't. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm okay. getting distracted um, by Isaac's TV show. What is Isaac's TV show? Little Baby Bum. Okay, I can think of two things for that, and neither one of them sounds appropriate. The Little Baby Bum is a YouTube channel. There's a Wikipedia page for him. But, like... Little baby bum, like a a baby vagrant that's going around from town to town asking for change. Little baby bum's popularity increased after the release of their second compilation videos of approximately one hour of duration, simply by stringing individual videos into long form videos. Yes. <laughs> In September, little baby bum was bought by a firm called Moonbug for an undisclosed sum. Hmm. Again, is this like a little baby, like, vagrant? Is this... I don't know why it's called Little Baby Bum, but uh, with over 2.1 billion views, Little Baby Bum's, one of their videos, is the 25th most viewed video of all time. Okay. Wow. Little Baby Bum. Mm-hmm. That's... I'm just gonna walk away from that right now. All right. Uh, Yeah. Let's see if they give the naming for it. Nope, they don't say why they call it that. It just is that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) So many buzzes and beeps and bumps. Oh, my God, I'm getting, like, eight different notifications from different things. (laughs) I'm getting texts from Kate. I'm getting notices from Discord. I'm getting error messages. I'm getting, oh, God, all over the place. Error messages. Yeah. I was doing development today. On a Sunday? Not work development. Just for fun development? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm making uh improvements and changes to the Discord bot that I wrote a while mm. ago. So like development development. Here, I'll show you. It looks like that. Oh, Pokemon Go stuff, okay. Well, Discord stuff. Specific to Pokemon Go, but Discord stuff. Yes, but I'm... Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, now that we're actually finally recording... (laughs) Yeah, kind of took us a little bit to get here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Should we um, hit topics? I I guess we could. As soon as Kate stops texting me... (laughs) Telling me to go check out these different things. <laughs> Is she sending you links to the videos? She's she's recommending some, I think. <laughs> yes, Dave does know how to YouTube. <laughs> I I do. I really do. Like anyway. So, so so Dave. Yo. Um what what kind of phone do you have? I have a Samsung Galaxy S nine. Why? What phone do you have? I have an LG G6. Okay. Well, um, because uh, there was uh, Project Treble was launched. Did we ever talk about this or no? Project Trouble? Treble. T-R-E-B-L-E. I vaguely recall hearing about it. It sounds familiar. What is it? Basically, Project Treble was uh, Google's chance to basically kind of leapfrog over the OEM manufacturers who are slow to put updates out for Android phones. Uh-huh. I'm looking up Project Treble. Okay. So, like, when Samsung is like, well, we don't want to update it just yet. We're not ready. We don't have our stuff on it. Okay, so what about Project Treble? Well, they, you know, the idea was to get updates out there faster. Yeah. So, um, 
Android Oreo and Pi were the first two Android updates that had part of the the Project Treble uh, okay. framework. So somebody actually push looked up security changes faster. Yep. So somebody actually took the um the, the days yeah for days to OEM major Android updates four seven eight and nine. Okay. And you can look at it by um oh hello D three. Am I right? Is this D3? Let's find out. Yeah, that looks like D3. What? The uh, library that they're doing all these fancy visualizations with. Ah. Like when you click on it, how it shifts and moves and slides and does mm-hmm. all this stuff. I'm pretty sure that's the D3 library. Well, um, it does, you know, it looks like they are getting faster, but there are still some major problems with one or two um, OEM manufacturers like HTC and LG mm-hmm. which neither one of them have pushed out a Pi update yet um, they should do that yeah I love it if you look at the the Oreo updates it took LG 319 days to push out the Oreo update and the, yeah, they still haven't pushed out Pi so I'm sitting there going like oh yep nope yeah don't uh Updates, funny things about that. (laughs) So yeah, so updates are coming faster, but there are still some uh, OEM providers that seem to be stuck in the mud. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me. So who's who's the worst? You said that was HTC has not done it, and LG. Oh, LG! Hey, look at that. Mm Mm-hmm. You're you're still kind of waiting. In fact, LG seems to be pretty late on most of these. Yeah, if you look by the update, LG is, you know, pretty much in the top there for I seven mean, and if you, eight. If you sort by OEM, they are the top. Yeah, on all of them. Mm-hmm. Where's so Samsung? Oh wow, Samsung actually came out pretty quickly. Yes, the okay. the Pi update for Samsung looks pretty good. Yeah. Looks, you know, like on par from everybody. Uh, if you really want a really fast update, well, first off, you go for the Pixel phone because, you know, that's your best bet because it's the Google Pixel. So that one normally right. comes out first. But if you're looking for a good second, OnePlus. OnePlus and the Sony Xperia. Yeah, but then you have to buy a Sony Xperia phone. <laughs> and is it is it really worth it at that point? Ah, uh, like let's be real. Is that worth it? I don't know. How sad are you that your phone hasn't gotten the the update yet? Well, I you know just got the Pi or the Oreo update you know a couple of months ago, so mm-hmm. I'm still working my way through Oreo, but it's still um. It's like, oh, yeah, no, this uh, is not getting updated very quickly. Granted, uh, I got this phone uh, mainly because I was getting, what, $200 off, and I got a free tablet and a free Google Home. So, you know, it was it was kind of the uh, the bonus accessories that I got for free than, you know, the actual phone itself. The phone was a lot better than my Samsung Galaxy 4, 5? Mm-hmm. I had a 5. But this thing seems to be holding steady. Almost have it paid off. Only had to cool. return it once because the vibration just stopped. Uh, the vibration feature of the phone? Yeah. It just stopped. Why did I get dragged into a Facebook argument with somebody? Why are you looking at Facebook? <sighs> no, I got an email that somebody had responded to me because I responded to somebody else's video about something. Oh. And they responded to me, and I'm like, oh, shoot, did I just get dragged into this? Yeah, you might have done that. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to let it, <laughs> just, just let it just sit don't, there. Don't reply, right? Mm-hmm. Just leave it. I said my piece. I will let it go. Yep. Uh, see, what other Google news do we have here? Oh, just a little thing of, like, Google saying, hey, EU... Uh, The future that you are trying to legislate is going to look really crappy. So Google has been experimenting. Okay. um, Because the EU is working on these new copyright laws. Yes. 
I think I put the topic as privacy laws, and it's actually copyright, so I'll have to go and fix that. Uh, let me do that right now. Copy link address. Change oh, that. You know what we didn't that. talk about? Huh? There's actual new stuff in the public domain in the U.S. this year. There is, which is pretty cool. I know. It's been a while. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, uh, so, so the EU copyright laws are, are the plan, the draft, is that um, content providers could request payment for even things like uh, snippets or clips or, or uh, pictures. Well, go to Google and search for, like, latest news, right? All you see is stuff that's pulled from those articles. So Google's saying, well, if they're going to make us pay for that, then we can't put in preview text and we can't put in the thumbnails. It looks like the page failed to load. (laughs) That's kind of funny. Right? So, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's totally a a political stunt. It's totally a, uh, hey, we're just doing this because we want to make a point. But damn, that's a defective point. Yeah, that's oh my goodness, yeah. Uh, also, Google just paid a lot of money for some fossil technology. Really, fossil the watchmaker? Yep. Google gets IP and far, part of Fossil's R and D team for forty million dollars. Yep. Man, they are really trying to push this, uh, what are they calling it now? Android Wear. Android Wear. Which is a great question. (laughs) Yeah. Right? It's like, Android Wear? Um. Where, where's the smartwatch? I, you know, I had one. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I bought two, because I bought one for me and one for Laura. And if Motorola had not been, like, Oh, her de dur, we can't do anything to fix it. You could spend $170 to try and get it fixed when the damn thing costs like 200 <laughs> And I'm like, uh, no. I'll just go back to Fitbit because they treat me correctly as a customer. Yeah, what do I. I have the Gear Fit. Fit 2? Is that what I've got? I don't know. I can't remember if I got the 2 or I got the 2 Pro. No, I think I got the 2. Do you know how much Fitbit charged me when I said, hey guys, my my Fitbit stopped working? Probably nothing. Zero dollars. Yep, that's happened with us in the past where the Fitbit has an issue and they're like, you know, we'll send you another one. Yep, like you showed us that you purchased it, which makes me wonder like what the the overhead is on these things. Like how much are they making per Fitbit? Or how much are they? They can just write that off. I don't know. But also, like, you and I now tell everyone we know when we're talking about fitness trackers or smartwatches that, oh, well, Fitbit does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope, I do not have the Fit 2 Pro. I just have the Fit 2 because I do not have the built-in GPS on my watch. So, yeah. oh, are these non-replaceable bands? <coughs> oh, I hope they're replaceable that bands. What are these? I'm looking at the Gear Fit 2 Pro. I don't know. Oh. I could also try and get the Gear Sport. Granted, this is all not in the Wear OS, but Samsung stupid Tizen. So Google is trying to... I mean, what does Fossil have that they want? Well, they were doing their own smartwatches for a while. Yeah? But were they, like, good? I don't know. I guess we can wait and maybe in, like... CES 2020 or 2021, they'll show something. I don't know. Do you think it'll take them a year to come out with something? I don't know. Slowly making our way towards ubiquitous computing, which is not, it's it's both a good and bad thing. I'm kind of scared, but not scared. I don't know. I just like it when my, my watch, you know, I've got the thing where it's like, hey, you've been sitting here for 50 minutes. You should get up. You should get up. Granted, when I'm driving in a car and it goes off, it's just like, dude, well, I can't do anything. I can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Behavior Interactive is the group that made Fallout Shelter and Westworld. Yes. And we reported just last week that, hey, there was a settlement that, like, they've dropped the suit. It's all done. 
And we had assumed that there was just some sort of payment or something like that. Well, it looks like it may be a little stronger than that. <laughs> Behavior Interactive is shutting down Westworld Mobile. Ooh. Well, that's one way to make sure that uh, you, you don't have to worry about competition or, you know, getting... Yeah, well, <laughs> I... Huh. So I'm Warner Brothers, and I I hire this company to make a game, and I say, make it like that one, because it was really cool. And they take my instructions a little too literally, and they make the game. And then I say, cool, I've got a game, and I put it out there, and now... Then I get a notice. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell is this? Why is Bethesda suing me? This is a different game. And then Bethesda takes us to court. And we're like, well, shit. Um, I guess, it's, hmm. But it's our game. It's a different game. And then Bethesda says, nope, and here's the reasons why. And I guess, yeah, I guess at that point I say, like, yeah, let's let's just take care of this. We'll take the game down um, and not have to pay reparations. Hopefully. Yeah, pretty much it was okay. You know, let's just let's just quietly put this under the rug and not talk about it ever again. Yeah, that's I think that's kind of what happened. That is my guess. So, I will go with that. No more Westwood Mobile, which I used to do Fallout Shelter. Haven't in a long time. I don't even know. Nope, it's not even on my phone anymore. Yep, no longer it's no longer even on my phone, which, you know, says something. Because there are some apps on my phone that I don't think I've actually, uh, I've transferred over from my previous phone, but never actually opened them. <laughs> yep. Hmm. So, speaking of Fallout, people are cheating yeah. somehow on 76? Oh, lots of people are cheating. How? On 76. Uh, just little glitches and exploits like item duplication. You know, minor things like that, where... <laughs> having weaponry that degrades over time and then getting a really good weapon and then making an infinite number of those. Oh, what was that game? What was that game? Uh, what was it called? Oh, um, uh, the game called Atlas, which was that yeah. uh, pirate MMO game. <clears throat> okay. Um, there were cheaters on there. The game is actually currently offline right now, I think. Uh, because people were able to spawn things like airplanes and tanks. And my favorite one is there was a guy who was streaming, and all of a sudden he was trying to attack somebody, and all of a sudden the, the sea was full of giant whales. Oh, okay, yeah, I did hear about this. Um, it was one of the Atlas developers' credentials got leaked. Oh. So, like, his Steam account got hacked. <laughs> oh. And so someone logged in as him and was able to start just doing, like, whatever the hell they wanted. It's fixed now. Okay. They they rolled it back. <coughs> but yeah, he, he, like, just created a bunch of havoc by just doing a bunch of random shit. <laughs> just watching the video of the guy, I'd be like, why are there so many whales around here? Because someone was logged in as a developer. Yeah, spawn whales. I love how they were actually able to use that as a defensive maneuver. Spawning whales? Yeah. How was that defensive? Well, they started running away, but they were spawning whales, so everybody kept on hitting the whales while oh. they were... <laughs> while while was, chasing them? While chasing them, yes. That's clever. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah. Oh, getting hacked. Yay. Oh, um, 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 glitches. Okay. And hacks. Yes. Speedruns. Oh, yeah, Games Done Quick finished up, didn't they? Awesome Games Done Quick finished up. They broke their record. They had a two point, let's see if I can find the final number, $2.4 million for Prevent Cancer Foundation. Nice. Uh, some of the cool things that happened were the nine-hour-long run of Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, you told me about that one last time. Yeah, that was just, oh man, I still need to go back and, and finish it, because I watched the first hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I could, should go to this. Summer Games Done Quick is June 23rd to 30th in Bloomington, Minnesota. 
Wait, wait, wait. Somebody, somebody in 2016 was uh, uh, a guest on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert to promote Summer Games Done Quick when he tried to beat the game before the host could cook and eat a Hot Pocket? Yeah, that was um, Panga. I think that was Panga. Why have I not seen this video? It's been on the internet for years. Was that? Yeah. I thought that was... Uh, shoot, who was that? Does uh, it tell you the name of Mitch the, the Flower guy? Power. Mitch Flower... Okay, yeah, not Panga Pro. Mitch Flower Power. Uh, Mitch is the one of the world record holders for Super Mario Brothers. Okay. He can beat the game in about four and a half minutes. Well, I'll have to watch that one because that's <laughs> it's a six-minute video. Yeah, he's also uh, one of the first people... I think this is true... You know the are you familiar with the um the the level 7 wrong warp in Super Mario Brothers 3? No. Where you go to level 71? Okay. And you move all the sprites and spawn them and despawn them in such a way and then you you do like a double grab so the game thinks you're carrying two items and then you go down a pipe that doesn't actually exist, but you've tricked the game into thinking it exists, and it runs code, and it jumps you to the credits. <laughs> well, then. Uh, he's one of the first players to do that live. To do that live? Yeah, he did that live. Oh, wow. Hmm. And, like, it is it is really hard to do, because you have to do pixel perfect. Okay. I'll send you the the link because it's worth watching. Like people just it, it it's crazy. All right, I'll keep that uh keep that in mind. Five frame perfect tricks. So he can now finish Super Mario Brothers in three minutes and thirty seconds. Just putting that one out there. Um, Speaking yeah, of streaming, the was was awesome. And go check out the the videos. They're all on YouTube now, and you can skip the intro part to the good part and then you can just watch and they're hilarious yes Speaking oh we of streaming we kind of uh put somewhat of the same topic on there did we yeah netflix yes in fact it might even be the same link no i went to uh i went to cnbc you went, you went to, to cnbc so i i'm gonna i'm gonna pull us off this for a second to rant okay. about cnbc okay uh I have lost all faith in CNBC. Why is that? Go go to Google. I'll okay. post this as a topic, and all I will right. post this as, with like an LOL at the end because it's hilarious. Go okay. to Google. I'm at Google. Search CNBC. Searching for CNBC. Epic Apple. Oh, geez. I said, okay, Google, and my phone just went off. How do I stop this stupid thing? <laughs> okay, CNBC. Epic Apple. Really, you're basing CNBC off of uh, Kramer? Jim Kramer. Well, this is their article, right? This is CNBC's article by Lizzie Gerdes. And it's, it's, oh God, it's bad. It's bad. The whole thing is bad. It's like hilariously bad. At one point, it even commented how Epic goes after um, small practice organizations as, as a like, Unlike its public, unlike its competitor Cerner, Epic focuses on small hospitals. Like, no, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. We have Kaiser Permanente. We have Trinity Healthcare. These are like the largest healthcare providers in the country. She None literally is doing an article about Kramer's opinion. Is this what yeah. I'm reading? Jeez. Yeah. None of this was was researched. None of this was checked. She's literally. <laughs> yep. Just bit writing an article based off of Kramer's opinion. Oh, goodness. Yep. And Kramer's opinion is moronic. Yes. Hasn't been the first time. So, like, yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to... I'm going <laughs> to... Can I just delete my uh, topic then and we can go with yours? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're basically the same thing. Yeah, pretty much Netflix is saying, like, you know, look, it's not... We're not worried about Disney Plus. We're not worried about Hulu or Amazon or it's HBO. It's the darn Vigi games. It's the Vigi games. Yep. It's the Vigi games. Them video games stealing the kids. Like, well, yes, Netflix. 
You're there for watching movies and TV shows. Video games are way more like they're they're much more um, engrossing, I guess is the word. Which is funny because I always um, people ask me because, you know, I'm the young guy at the office, which it turns out uh, I'm not actually the youngest guy in the office anymore. Isn't your assistant younger? than? Yes, my assistant is younger than me and our new news person is younger than me. But, you know. For the longest time, I was the hip kid in the office. <laughs> the, the hip kid from 20 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, I was supposed to know about all these things. You know, like the people on the morning show would ask me, it's like, what's up with this Minecraft? And I'm like, well, think of it like a digital Lego. An infinitely large bl- set of Lego blocks. Yeah. It's like whatever you want to build in Minecraft, you can probably build it in Minecraft. It's just, yeah. it's like Legos. It's like, okay, so. It's like Legos with progression. Yeah. Which is even like more friggin' addictive. So then they were like, well, why are people watching people play Minecraft? And I'm like, because <laughs> it's interesting to watch because people are building interesting things. Yep. I'm like, I personally don't watch people play you know, video games constantly, but there are other people that do. I'm like, think of it kind of like a mystery science theater thing there, where, you know, you, you're not actually, like, there watching the original movie. You're just, you know, people are doing the, the thing, but then they're also throwing their own commentary on top of it. Yep. You're not watching the game. You're watching someone play the game. Yes. That's why I watched all these streamers. So it was, it's, it's just hilarious trying to explain to people all about this, you know... Yeah, oh boy, I don't get this whole Twitch thing. Well, it's fine that you don't get this Twitch thing. How much did Amazon pay for Twitch? Nine hundred and seventy million dollars in August of twenty fourteen. Wow, Netflix posted their earnings call on YouTube. It seems kind of like shouldn't they have posted it on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that using their competitor's product i i guess so i didn't even know there was a netflix youtube channel what what is on there hold on i'm looking right now netflix investor relations there's commercials there are literally these are every single one of the earnings interviews wow from 2013 until the last one two days ago there are wow. 7,000 subscribers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There's a Netflix YouTube channel. <laughs> and all it is is guys talking about their stocks. Well, it's not their stock. It's their, their earnings. You're right. You're right. This, yes. It's, it's what determines what happens in the market. Yes. But they aren't talking about the market themselves. They're talking about like, hey, we made this much money. We expected to make this much money. Here's what we're looking for next quarter, because quarters are a thing when you're a publicly traded company, and it kind of sucks. Yep, because it's all about the short-term game, not the long-term goal. Yep. Yeah, what are people doing when the company makes money? Buying back stock to keep that stock price high, not actually reinvesting in your company. Yep. Yep. I'm not bitter about that at all, but you know. No? Are you sure? I don't know, Andy. You, you do sound a little bit bitter. Is there something you want to talk about? Now, um, well, yes, there are other topics on the list here. Oh, well, okay. I mean, not quite what I meant, but sure. Uh, we could talk about another uh, giant company uh, possibly going bankrupt. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking... Uh, a company here just announced that they're filing for bankruptcy. I doubt that's what you've got posted. No. What What are you posting? Uh, I posted that uh, PG&E. Oh, yeah, they're in deep shit. Yeah. They're in, in some pretty deep shit because they are potentially on the hook for all of the wildfire. Yep, that was... People are talking about, oh, yeah, no, like infrastructure in the United States. I'm like, you know, I've had a deal with because we have an LP2 
in the Kalamazoo and surrounding counties, which means we are like, you know, when the tornado warning goes off, we are the primary backup for that system. Okay. So when we lose power to that transmitter site, it is my, you know, job to make sure that we get that up and running as soon as possible. Due to the fact that we are part of the emergency alert system, we are, you know... We are second in command. If there's a problem, we need to be able to handle it. So if we lose power out there, I'm, you know, calling consumers and being like, dude, what's up? How quickly can you get this up and running? You know, I'm I'm harassing them 24-7. Okay. Oh, my gosh. The amount of times that consumers are like, oh, yeah, no, this was a tree branch that, you know, got caught and took this thing down or, you know, there was a problem here that took this down. I'm sitting there going like, aren't you guys supposed to keep your lines clear and yet a lot of lines yes but they had originally uh when they somebody had told me when they originally were getting some of these contracts they said yes we will go through once every three years and make sure all our lines are clear yeah there's a lot of lines yes which then later they said oh well we can't do it's too expensive to do once every three years we'll do once every seven oh that's not good trees grow in seven years yeah so I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, if consumers here has that, you know, I'm looking at PG&E and going, their infrastructure probably is so much worse. And I looked, um, I love the, I love there's one stat in here, if I can find it. Okay. The company's equipment kept setting fires, about 1,550 between mid-2014 through 2017, according to data it filed with the state. That means it had set a fire more than one a day. It set more than one fire a day on average between 2014 and 2017 because of their equipment. Oops. <clears throat> They're in deep shit. <laughs> yep. Like, that's... I don't know what else to say. They're in deep shit. That's why they're looking to actually go bankrupt rather than pay out all the claims that they have. Well... Estimated thirteen thirty billion in liabilities and seven hundred and fifty lawsuits. Does does it sound like it would have been cheaper to go through and clear out all the branches now? Probably, but they decided not to at the time, and now they yeah the company's literally probably just going to go bankrupt, and then nobody's going to be held liable because the company doesn't exist anymore. Well, the company can still exist. Bankruptcy doesn't mean dissolution. Andy, we've covered how many bankruptcies? Oh, you're right. So many. Bankruptcy doesn't mean dissolution. It means I don't have the money to cover my debt. Hey, court, can you please help and and let me restructure the debt and let me pay off what I can so that I can continue to survive and then just make the rest of the debt go away? So the question is, okay, how many of those lawsuits are then going to? Right. So, you know, if if the lawsuit is for... Five million dollars, then maybe the bankruptcy court comes back and says, "Well, pay them two million dollars. That's a fair amount, and then it's gone." Mm-hmm. It's certainly doing a number on their stock price, though. Yeah. Holy crap! That is a deep fall. As it should be, <laughs> given that they they're basically saying they have no money. Seventy percent fall. Mm-hmm. They better pay. I'm like, they are pretty responsible. Yep. But yeah, no, they just... Also, what happens if they actually do go bankrupt and, like, close? Like, they are the energy provider for the Pacific Coast. They're trying to sell that part of the business. <clears throat> but no one wants it. Yeah. Somebody told me at one point, like, GM was worth, you know, something like this, but, you know, you buy this and then you're on the hook for all of their pensions, which are, you know, some ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Uh, Looks like we have some statistics from Steam. Yes. uh, Steam did a year in review post. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, the stats overview of Steam. And, like, what happened this year. Yep. Player base, community stuff there. No, controller I, ownership it looks like most I disapprove of their choice of visualization donut graphs are just as stupid as pie graphs if not more so yes just want to put that out there i expect better 
Especially goddamn donut graphs with a broken out chunk that's supposed to be another half of a donut graph. <clears throat> Are they just breaking down that one section of the donut? Yeah, but they're breaking it down into like a totally separate division that is half of a donut. So, wait, so does how that... does that compare to the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like Steam controller, how does that compare to PS3 controller? Is it like it... Uh... Shit, I is don't it a, know. A half of it? Is it a third of it? Yeah, you you click on that picture and it brings you to another article which has pie charts, but they have percentages listed. Followed by a bar graph chart. The bar graph is what you should see. Yes. Oh, here's a, here's another one where they have a pie chart that's a slice is broken out into a whole other pie. <laughs> <clears throat> Didn't they hire a statistician? I think Didn't so. He become like the the Chief Economic Officer of Greece? Something like that. I'm not exactly sure. God damn steam. But anyway, so there's all that. This is like, this is terrible. There's all that stuff at the, at the, at the, the top there. That's all just terrible. Yeah. Terrible stats. That's, that's gross and terrible. And I, I'm disgusted to look at it. But at the very bottom, there's the one paragraph that says 2019 and beyond. This is the future of steam broken down into eight bullet points. Um, One is that they're working on a new recommendation engine for the Steam store. Cool. Which is good. Uh, They're going to try and bring it to China because that's where the money is now. Giant untapped resource. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, good luck with the way the the current economy and and international relations are going. That's going to be a bit of a challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. New events system. Cool. Steam TV, in order to support all games. A new uh, Steam chat app. Ooh, so you can share your favorite gifts with your friends while on the go. Because I do that all the time. Well, we were just talking last week about needing a a better communications platform because Google keeps fucking theirs up. (laughs) So, I mean, if I'm going to open the door... I'm going to open the door. If Steam thinks they can come up with a good one, maybe. I don't know. I feel a bit weird opening Steam at work. Why are you doing that? Oh, I'm just going to talk to my friends. Well, why are you talking to your friends at work? I think is the bigger question. Sometimes I, you know, ask them questions. Yep. Actually, I, that reminds me, I have a question for you, um, but I, I need to send you a picture of it. So that'll have to wait for tomorrow. All right. I got a, a, like, microphone preamp software-hardware combo thingy. Okay. Like a Moab or something like that? Is that... I don't know. I'll send you a picture. What the frack? You okay? (laughs) So, Isaac's got this wooden puzzle. that When you put the pieces in... Yes. The animals will make noises. Okay. And I think that was, not sure what animal that was, but one of the animals just went off. And that puzzle is literally nowhere near anybody right now on the opposite side of the room here. It got wet, maybe? I don't, I don't think so. Or your house is haunted. And the only solution is to burn it down. <laughs> Let's not. Nope. Uh, that's, that's what it is. Like, you, clearly, your house is haunted... The only solution is to burn it down. Oh, so you want to also talk about some uh, weird things? <clears throat> I, love, I love the pivot from ghosts and toys and burning your house down to quote-unquote weird things. I think we're already talking about weird things, but sure, go ahead. What weird things are you talking about? Um, so one of the uh, hosts for the CBC Marketplace... Uh, is an identical twin. Okay. So, identical twin, mind you. All right, that's the preface, right? Yeah. Her and her identical twin sister yeah. bought the DNA home kits for Ancestry, MyHeritage, 23andMe, Family Tree DNA, and Living DNA. So a bunch of them. Yes. Okay. And sent their two samples independently to... Each company for analysis. Yes. Yeah. None of them uh, came back as identical results. 
Okay. So they're like, well, let's just check this out. So they mailed their samples also to Yale University. Yeah. To have them analyzed by, you know... Like a, a real, legit research company. Yes. Okay. And the Yale scientists were mystified that the results were not coming back as similar because, according to them, the raw data had a 99.6% similarity between the two samples. Between the parts that they actually analyzed? <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. So they're like, wait a second, the raw data is 99.6% similar, yet none of the uh they got different results across all five companies between the two of them <coughs> so it's like um huh so they kept on asking the people like hey guys uh can you guys explain your uh your algorithm your algorithms here and they're like no we can't <laughs> um um <coughs> it's mostly a dartboard <coughs> Yeah, most of them were, were saying, like, this is part science, but part of it... <coughs> oh, jeez. Oh. <coughs> you, you okay there, Andy? <coughs> oh. Wow. Oh, and I'm out of beverage, too. Oh, no. Oh, no. <coughs> oh, no, it spread to you, too. Across the internet. Oh. It's like Assassin's Creed, but instead of stabbing people across the internet, you, uh, just... Wait, get him sick. Why do you? Why are? How are you stabbing people across? What? Which Assassin's Creed has the internet? There was the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I, that was my. That oh. was my thing. There, you know, you could. Okay. You could stab that, somebody that's in what the you face mean by stabbing someone across the internet. Yeah. I thought you meant like in game or something. Like, there's no, there's no internet in the game. None of them involve the internet. They're all way older. There was the internet has not been around that long. Oh, you meant like in game, in game. Oh, not just right. You, okay. Not just pretend in-game, but, like, actually in-game. But, yeah, so, the, um, identical so the, twins... The takeaway is the analysis from 23andMe and Ancestry and all these other things is actually just bullshit. They, they were close. Like, um, my heritage DNA had both of them 61% Balkan, 20% Greek, 19% Greek, 14% Northern West Europe compared to 13% Northern West Europe... Middle East and Italian were pretty, you know, they, they were close, but it's like they were not as exact as you would expect them to be. So. But I would expect them to be like really close if it were identical twins. Mm hmm. Granted, identical twins can actually have different DNA. Which is why they sent their samples to Yale and said, how similar are these? And they're like, it's really similar. Yeah, 99.6% similarity between the two, you know, between the two samples. I'm glad they went with a <laughs> control sample. They're well, like, let's actually do this for yes. real. Yes, let's find somebody who can actually take our samples and compare the two of them and see. Oh, all right, what other topics we got on here that you are interested in? Um... There was a uh, dump of one close to a billion passwords. Oh, jeez. Oh, sorry. 2.7 billion. In total, there are 1.1 billion unique combinations of email addresses and passwords in this thing that was uploaded. So, as a reminder, there's Have I Been Pwned, and there's the password search on Have I Been Pwned, where you submit a password, and it comes back, and it says, yep, this password was used this many times. Let me check, see if there's anything new on there. I know about the old ones. <clears throat> yep, I'm in collection number one. Of course I am. So what happens when you have an email from way back when? Yep. I mean, you're everyone is in collection one at this point. God, Wonderful. Trillion had a frickin' data breach, really? Yep. And think about all... Wait, why do I have... How is my email address on those sites? I just put in my work email, which I've never used for certain things. And it's like, yep, these two sites have that email address. Oh my god, I'm, I'm furious at this. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Good, my work email is still... <laughs> still... No breaches on that one. Good. 
Yeah, somebody keeps on trying to get into my Ubisoft account now, but I've got two-factor authentication for that already set up, so I'm wondering if... Nice. Um, oh, did you finish your one hour of Assassin's Creed? I, I didn't, and I'm not worried about it. You had to play the game for one hour. That's it. Yeah. yeah one hour. I'm not worried about it. And right. you do know the last time I actually played an Assassin's Creed game? It was many moons ago, yes. Yeah, it was a long time ago. All right. I'm just saying you could have played one hour, gotten the game for free. Yep. And you know what? When it comes out free on the PSN, I'll get it there. All right. Literally not worried. Okay. Well, let's, uh, we should probably hit the um, randoms. Randos? Yes, the randos. The randos. Uh, My review. It's going to be a short review. There's there's not a whole lot to say about this, but I have been slowly... Uh, supplementing my my closet, and eventually I think I'm going to just start replacing in my closet uh, with 32-degree shirts. Are you picking these up at Costco? I am so picking these up at Costco. Okay, because these now, show up all the time at Costco. Now I am familiar that with their website and that they have a, like, uh, a um, sales section, a clearance section on their website. So I might just keep an eye on that from now on. Uh, I, I'm falling in love with these shirts, like really falling in love with these shirts. They are uh, soft. They are nice. They are warm for the winter and cool for the summer. And I wish that they were paying me to say this. Maybe I should have reached out and could have done like a secret sort of like, no, it would have been really bad if I had done that. Uh, Andy and I don't get paid for our reviews. Nope. Right? Nope. And I do not get paid for anything. Sometimes okay. I, if, if we get a free copy, I will let you know that it's a free copy that I have gotten yep. to review. Have, have definitely gotten free copies of things, but no, we, we, no, not going to be like, ha 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 paid advertisement. Oh, 32 degree shirts. No, they're just that good. Like they literally are good and I like wearing them. Shoot, I could pick up a blue polo for ten bucks <clears throat> with free shipping. Large. Yes, my chest, ch- my chest size, I think, is a large at the moment. I wear a medium. You are, I mean, you can try it. It's ten bucks, right? But I have a feeling it's going to be too big on you, sir. Oh, listeners, Andy is off searching for something, and it's hilarious. Aha! Kate's got one. All right, here we go. (laughs) Okay, (coughs) chest size. Okay, do they have a a sizing chart on their website? Yes, if you went to the polo page, you would actually see that there is a sizing chart. Oh, there's the size guide. My chest, according to my very um, measurement right Simple. now, says 41 inches. So okay. you're right. I'm just on the upper side of the medium. Yeah. So I could... Do these things shrink at all or no? Not really. I mean, I haven't tried washing them in hot water. So I may or may not be able to get into a large. But Well, for, you can definitely get into it. That's I can get a into a large, yes. The question is, is that too big for me? Yeah. But for $10... I might as well just try. Go for it. That is true, yes. We do have to go to Costco for the uh, applesauce packs. I've never seen the polo shirts over at Costco, though. Yes, but wouldn't a large be a large be a large? Oh. Let me look at the t-shirts here. Let's see the sizing guide for the t-shirt. T-shirt sizing supposedly is the same, so. All right. So you could go pick up a large from Costco. Mm Mm-hmm. See if it fits. Mm Mm-hmm. See if it shrinks. Anyway, that's that's actually my review. Like, it's that short. Oh. Just, they also, they're awesome. They have a rewards program as well. I should look into that. Random topic. Sorry, I'm just looking at the other things on here. <laughs> well, they they've, got, they've got hoodies and stuff, so, you know. Yeah, they have hoodies, they have underwear. I'm like, maybe I should just go and replace my entire closet. Long sleeve polo shirts? Mm-hmm. That would be good sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, if this if I fit into a large, they got a bunch of large stuff still on sale. 
Men's cool V-neck t-shirt. Six bucks? You just buy them from their site for six bucks each? Well, I think they don't have all the stuff in stock. That's fine. Six bucks is like... Plus free shipping. Yeah. Should I just link this website? (laughs) Just in the... But, huh. This feels really advertisey, Andy. I know. That's the problem. And we're not getting anything out of that. I know. I think people can go find it. All right. If they're interested in trying these shirts out, they can go find it. Okay. So. uh, Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Speaking of feeling cold, do you want to be a lumberjack? It is, it is, it is zero degrees Fahrenheit outside. Yeah. Do I want to be a lumberjack? Not right now. Not in this weather. No. Do I want to be a lumberjack? Well, I have to think about if that's okay. (laughs) I could sleep all night and I could work all day. Work all day, right. Like, cut down trees and skip and jump. (laughs) Press wildflowers. All that sounds pretty good. Yeah. You know, I had a relative who was a lumberjack. Really? Yeah, I no. Literally, I actually. So I, yeah, had, I, I just stopped for a second, think like, wait, are you being serious? Or are no, you I actually to be am being serious. Yes, no. Um, was it my? Yeah, I think it was the original Carl Anderson was a, a, a lumberjack up in the Manistee area. Manistee was huge in lumbering. Yes. Huge. Because you could float it down the river. Yeah. And get it to the lake. Yes, because of the lumbering, there was actually at one point more. Uh, millionaires in Manistee per capita than there were supposedly like anywhere else in the world or in Michigan. It was, it was some crazy fact like that. There were a lot of rich people in Manistee. Yeah. So yes, I actually did <laughs> have a lumberjack in the family history. It was not my dear Papa, but I'm <laughs> um, um, trying to think of how many more references can we throw at this? <laughs> A lot. I'm I'm pretty good. I I'm my lumberjacking is, is mostly just like if, if I have logs that I need to split. But taking down a tree is hard work. Heck, just taking down. <laughs> actually, I had to uh, cut some branches down, some major branches yeah. because um because you have a giant oak tree in your yard. No, no, this was at work. Oh. Um, somebody oh, for the well, we talked about that already too. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody decided, yeah, to put a satellite dish right in front of a tree. And so the tree now is slowly, gr- literally, like, kind of, like, growing over. Covering the dish. Covering the dish, and we were losing signal, so I actually had to climb up into the... I had to climb from the tree itself out to the branch and cut them down, and that was, uh, that was interesting. So, yeah, no, I, I would not be... <laughs> There probably there still is lumbering up in the lower peninsula in the UP. So if I wanted to be a lumberjack, I probably you could, could. Go do it. I could yeah, go like, do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do I'm, it either. I'm good not being a lumberjack. Let's just see lumberjack wages. Somebody's gotta lumber uh, lumber equipment operators. So they're not even lumberjacks anymore. They're lumber equipment operators. Make thirty four thousand a year. Yeah, I'm okay. Supervisor would make fifty five thousand a year. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. That's a wrap. Ah, oh, so how many references was that? Uh, a few. Yeah, only like five or six. Mm-hmm. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.